This is the Blue White Breakdown, the premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Penn State football fans. Whenever you're listening to this, you have a new defensive coordinator. Uh, this is Johnny McGonigal with Penn Live from the Blue White Breakdown. Another little solo mission here. We did one when Andy Kotelnicki was hired uh, as Penn State's new offensive coordinator. Let's do it again for a defensive coordinator. Uh, Bob Flounders is out this week, so just wanted to fill you guys in a little bit on Tom Allen, former Indiana head coach, now officially Penn State's defensive coordinator. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. So, you know, reports started to surface on Sunday afternoon that Penn State was targeting Allen to be the replacement for Manny Diaz. Uh, the subcommittee you know, with the BOT um, you know, for compensation met on Tuesday afternoon to approve his contract, uh, which is a reported three-year deal uh, worth $1.5 million next, you know, this upcoming season, 2024, uh, $1.6 in 2025, and $1.7 in, uh, in 2026. Uh, Tom Allen, former Indiana head coach, staying in, well, I was going to say staying in the Big Ten East, but there's no Big Ten East anymore. Uh, you know, this upcoming season, but staying in the Big Ten, uh, you know, he was a longtime coach there, took over in an interim status in 2016 uh, when Kevin Wilson resigned from his role. Uh, Tom Allen had come on that year as a defensive coordinator and really turned things around for the Hoosiers. I mean, you look, they were one of the most improved defenses, if not the most improved defense uh, in the FBS at that point. Um you know, really improved their total defense or pass defense. He retained play calling duties in 2017 and 2018. Uh, the Hoosiers, they were eighth in the FBS and third down defense in 2017, tied for 11th nationally in takeaways in 2018. Uh, had always kind of been just a, a stingy, nasty defense uh, to play against, you know, especially early in Tom Allen's, uh, you, know, uh, you know, his era there, you know, if you want to call it that. Uh, the defense kind of fell off a little bit over the last few years, and uh, Tom was eventually fired, you know, by Indiana uh, after this season. He accumulated a thirty-three and forty-eight record as Indiana's, you know, head coach. Not great, but also it's Indiana. Uh, they reached a couple bowl games in his seven seasons there. They're paying him a hefty, you know, a hefty buyout. I think it's fifteen and a half million, as reported by ESPN. Uh, so, you know, Tom's Tom's sitting on a mint there, and. He's getting getting paid pretty good by Penn State as well to come in and and you really can't improve this defense. Uh, you know, James Franklin mentioned that last Friday at Peach Bowl Media Day uh, in State College. You know this was a defense that was number one in the country in total defense, uh, the best total defense in terms of yards allowed per game since Alabama's in 2011. Uh, you, you look at what they've done from a sack standpoint. I think they were first in the country in sacks, third in tackles for loss, third scoring defense, third in uh, you know, pass defense, rush defense, all these different statistics. Penn State was either at the top of the country or near the top of the country this past season. You know, thanks a lot to a lot of the players that will be going off to the NFL. You talk about Chop Robinson, Adisa Isaac. Um, the list goes on and on. Uh, but Manny Diaz had such a big role in that uh, over the last two seasons after you know coming over from Miami, being unceremoniously fired by the Hurricanes after the 20, uh, 2020 season. Uh, or excuse me, 2021 season, you know, hops aboard for 2022 and 2023. Players loved them. Coaches loved them. Fans loved them uh, as yeah, he really orchestrated a chaotic, aggressive, and disruptive defense over the last two years. 
for the Nittany Lions. He left a couple weeks ago uh, to become the head coach at Duke. It was understood throughout his time at Penn State that it wouldn't be a long tenure as a defensive coordinator, that he wanted to be a head coach again one day. And he got that opportunity to go back into the ACC. And so can't blame him there at all. And now Penn State turns to another you know, fired head coach uh, in, in the power in power five to to come in and coach his defense. He's going to also Tom Allen will also be the linebackers coach, which is what Manny Diaz handled as well. So no surprise there. Uh, but it's going to be difficult to improve this defense because where can you go uh, when you're already at or near the top of the country in every statistical category that matters? Uh, but you know he is a you know he was beloved by his players at Indiana. He was well respected uh, by Penn State staff, James Franklin specifically. Um, you know, it felt like every time before Penn State played Indiana in Big Ten East play over the last seven years, James Franklin always had uh, compliments and really nice things to say about Tom Allen. I think last year he called him a good man, good coach, good person. Uh, and so and James talked last week about how important those relationships are. Like, obviously, you have to be a good defensive play caller, which Tom Allen has proven to be, uh, whether he when he was the D coordinator um, you know, at Ole Miss, he was at South Florida before getting to Indiana. He used to coach high schools in Florida. Uh, you know, he's been able to recruit the area well down there for Indiana. Uh, imagine what he could do with Jay Wan Sider, the running backs coach uh, for Penn State, getting some of the top town in the Sunshine State up to Happy Valley. Uh, so that's a little side piece to this. But I think the most important thing is, you know, his experience as a play caller. You know, he's he's been the head coach of a program for seven seasons. James Franklin wanted a head coach of the defense. You know, James Franklin coming from an offensive background, he spends more of his time on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, so he's going to be hands off with the defense. He'll sit in all meetings, obviously, and know what's going on. But uh, this will be Tom Allen's show to run the defense. And uh, you know, he's an experienced guy. I believe he's 53 years old. He's been around the block. He knows uh, what it takes uh, at a smaller program in Indiana to win and to be successful from a defensive side of the ball uh, in the Big Ten. And so now he's going to, you know, come into a defensive room with Abdul Carter and KJ Winston, Denai Dennis Sutton, a lot of talent on this defense that will lose guys to the NFL, but still a lot of talent coming back for 2024. Uh, it's the second, like I said, second, uh, you know, fired head coach that James Franklin has hired now uh, to become the defensive coordinator, second coordinator hire in the last month with Andy Kotelnicki coming in from Kansas to run the offense. So, you know, some changes on the coaching staff. I don't think this will affect the defensive staff from a position coach standpoint. Um, you know, Anthony Poindexter would would have been the internal promotion if they went that route. The co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach uh, who almost left for the Virginia job a couple of years ago. I talk about well-respected guys within the program. Anthony Poindexter is well-respected in the Lash building by both players and coaches. Uh, but you look at the rest of the staff, like Deion Barnes just got promoted to D-line coach. Like I don't see any of these guys moving on. Um, you know, Terry Smith seems pretty locked in at corners coach and defensive recruiting coordinator, a, a Penn State letterman. Uh, so I wouldn't worry about any of that. Uh, but I, I think they got a good one in Tom Allen. It's one that just made sense. You know, as soon as he got fired by Indiana, I mentioned those relationships and those compliments that, that James Franklin has always paid him over the years. Talking to Joe Herman, our photographer, he actually pointed out that before this year's game between Penn State and Indiana at Beaver Stadium, the pregame conversation between Tom Allen and James Franklin lasted a little longer than than they normally do. Uh, so I, I don't know if uh, – and Pat Kraft ended up joining in on those conversations as well. Don't think, you know, contract negotiations were being discussed at that point, but maybe a little, little hint, maybe a little hint here. Hey, if Manny leaves, who knows? Um, 
But this is a guy who, like I said, is well-respected, has the history, has the experience. Uh, I think Penn State's getting a good one. And uh, you know, look, we'll see, we'll, right? You know, because we'll see how they do in 2024. And, and if he's there, 2025, 2026. Uh, but he's got a lot to work with on this defense. Andy Kotelnicki has a lot of work to do on the offensive side of the ball as well. You got the transfer portal that's open. They're going to be looking for contributors on both sides of the ball. Uh, signing day is tomorrow, the 2024 uh, early signing period. I would expect Tom Allen uh, to be formally introduced to us, the media, uh, you know, with a press conference on Wednesday afternoon. So keep keep tabs on that. Make sure you're staying updated on PennLive.com. Join our tech subscriber base if you haven't already. Uh, and be sure to continue to listen and watch uh, the Blue White Breakdown presented by PennLive. This has been Johnny McGonigal. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. This has been the Blue White Breakdown brought to you by PennLive. Live.